0: And welcome back to Panoramica. Welcome, Gavin, for coming in today again. The winner of the Nagin Hunt. And also, Claire, welcome You've back. you won the Nagin Hunt for a second time. The
1: second time in a row, yeah. This it's is rigged. It's a, a bit like the Father Ted. Time. It, yeah, yeah. the um, NUIG affirmations, you know, just you have, to, you have to throw in the old tag and stuff. Uh, they got a bigger budget. They got they were sponsored by ScrunchUp as well, which is a really cool scrunchie uh, company that I think started in Galway, or yeah. Uh that have the... Protector things for
0: yeah. They basically you can. You, it's a scrunchie that a girl can wear on her wrist, but out of it becomes a little like pocket thing. You can put it over your drink and there's a hole to put your straw in but to keep your brilliant. drink safe from spiking.
2: Mm. Um, and for those unaware, maybe um, parents or those who are just young at heart rather than young, it's it. it the hunt is just basically you look for a nagging nag a nagon of vodka. Yeah, around yeah. yeah. using good
3: clues like they're, or, yeah, no, it's they're a, they're a good orienteering. It's thing, a, it's yeah.
0: a big yeah. college thing mm. at the moment,
1: and it teaches you the history of N U I G as well. Like when I was shopping. <laughs> It was built. It was built in 1948. I didn't know that until I was looking for Nagins today.
3: Yeah, oh very I well. I don't know. You learned something new, huh?
1: Yeah, a, I also knew, found out what Oshaknessy Bridge was today. I didn't, I didn't know it was the like bouncy it's bridge.
0: The, it's the bridge beside Salt.
2: Teach it people is. through alcohol. That,
0: that yeah. should be the martial yeah, the it,
1: department it's of like higher education.
2: People are learning Irish because of alcohol.
1: Cheap yeah. alcohol prices. Remember €3 Euro Guinness? I remember €3 Euro Guinness. Well,
2: Minister for Education, Gavin Daly, thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the first question for the panel, besides Nagging Hunts, and because it is the last show, and we've all been on a few times yes. and, and, and enjoyed this experience, I think we can we can all say.
0: Yes, loved yeah, okay, it. Okay, yeah. one
2: person no said common. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the value of college and community radio. Any thoughts on it, Claire?
3: Um, I'm not going to lie to you. um this show is my only experience of college and community radio. Um and I enjoy it. Yes. And that is the extent of Well, fun. it's <laughs> it, yeah, as, it's a
2: great platform for to to it to, is, it to, is. to give a voice to local initiatives and people in a way that national radio just can't yeah, really. Yeah. And it keeps people connected with their community, which is a big thing. I believe that a community radio will see a big rise over the next decade or two compared to national radio um, people mm-hmm. won't be tuning into let's say um, the, the news headlines on Radio 1 in 10 years time they'll be tuning into the headlines on their local radio show Galway Bay FM for example or, or Flirt or FM. FM exactly yeah. what do you think Izzy?
0: well definitely I think it's great for if you're in college and you want to meet new people and for confidence I think it's a huge thing you know I Tom and I had discussed it at a different point during our college careers and I sort of skirted around it because I was too nervous to do it and then he asked me to come on for one show which was great because then I fell in love with it and then I was like I want to do this every week
2: well this is the thing with guests a lot of the time guests will um We'll be nervous, and yeah. then they come in, and it's brilliant. And yeah. Th- that's the fantastic thing about radio more so than anything. I mean, you, um, there's you don't have. To, it's not superficial. All you yeah. hear is the voice. The voice. You don't <laughs> hear You don't have to see anything, and that's the brilliant thing. Like, yeah. Claire, you were saying to me that I have a face for radio, which is yeah. the, the, the beautiful thing. One of the thing about it. Ever, Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. work on TV because yeah, I don't Gavin have a face for TV. regularly
0: says it to me that I am yeah. a face for radio. She does. Yeah. You're yeah. Just you have Brilliant. the best face for radio, busy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it. If also, I like yeah, Gavin. What do you think? You you don't come on as often.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I can agree with Tom. Where it's like absolutely nerve wracking though. Like you can just stand outside the door, you like uh, and stuff before you come in. But it's it's really nice. Like it's easier this time than it was like the first time mm. and stuff. And it's it's really nice for the confidence and everything. Um, I must say it has been really enjoyable doing all of it together with um, all of you so But community. Yeah, radio. would you
0: recommend doing it with a friend? Do you think, or would you prefer to do it with a random stranger?
1: Uh, well, I want to do like a random stage, but like
2: even like maybe like a an acquaintance as on yeah. the would
0: well, do anything. David and Claire,
1: uh, yeah, and do next anything. year,
2: <laughs> <Learned> <laughs>
3: FM. This
2: with, um, with any passion or anything you seem interested in. If students are listening to this, when you come to college, the beautiful thing about it is that you get to try so many different things, and then you latch on to something. Um, I've latched on to Paula, and everybody have heard of and annoyed them for two years. So that's you can have that opportunity as well. You can and have that so experience too. so happy
3: to too. see you go. Yeah, they're so <laughs> happy to see you go. And what was it you said the other day?
2: Um, I hate to see, see you, go. you
3: No, I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch you walk away. And on that <laughs> lovely
2: um, romantic point, I find recently um, that we put so much emphasis on love or attraction or whatever, but more so relationships and marriage. Um, Izzy, as somebody in a relationship, do you feel like that, 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 that there's always been that pressure
0: yeah, Would well, be in a
2: couple?
0: yeah, just for listeners who don't know, the other boy who's on the show, Gavin, is actually my boyfriend. Hello. So, me. yeah, just just to make it clear that whatever for now. I say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> talk <laughs> to me, <it>, talk <laughs> Gavin, to me. We need to have a talk to you after the show, yeah. So yeah,
3: really important. Anyway,
1: so continue. I, want to I hear think the special,
0: like. I think people get quite worked up about it. That's the thing with relationships or whatever. But what I found that a lot, it's I don't think there's a need to be in a you know and that people feel they need to be in a relationship but it's the marriage thing that everyone feels that they need to get married that there's like an end goal to the relationship which I think puts so much pressure on it and you see so many people who get married and then divorce six months later because they just wanted the whole thrill of getting married and then they're like, oh God, I'm with this person for the rest of my life. But if you take out that goal, you can actually get, I think, more meaningful relationships because you're not there for a big celebration at the end. You're not under pressure. It's a real thing that, like family expectations or whatever. But um, no, definitely relationships are great.
2: What about you, Claire, as a fellow singleton? What would your um, thoughts be on that? Do you think that, first of all, do you think that there is a pressure in society to be in a couple or a relationship? Do you
3: know, what, I do feel that there is a certain pressure to get married, but I feel like it's less and less the older I get. Mm. People talk about less, they talk about relationships more, more yeah. marriage. Like, I remember when I was in school, like when I was like, 10, 12, 14, everyone was like, I want to be married by 30. And yeah. now people don't say that anymore, which is a, I think is a good thing.
0: I wonder, is that a girl thing, though? Do do boys hear that? N-
1: not a whole black. Like. <laughs> no, no, it's about getting
0: married.
1: No. All you hear is like Gavin and Izzy sitting in a tree, M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E.
0: Like, yeah. Just yeah, you know, boys, I think it's only girls who've ever... I think so. And I, I think there's a certain pressure on it, especially on because girls.
3: of like the traditional um, kind of roots and in, lo- in life, when you get married and have kids, because women obviously are subject to menstrual cycles and men aren't. Yeah. If you're like, you can't be like, oh, I'll get married on thirty eight and have three kids. Yeah,
0: there's a Whereas and like
3: t- Gavin Tom could be like, do you know what? Actually, I'm sixty five. I might actually sit down now and have a child. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you're like, you're pretty likely to still be able to have a child. Yeah, which is pretty and- bad and anyway. But you sort of look at. Long-term why is that bad?
3: C- sorry, wait,
2: what's what's um? No,
0: there's the, a the limit on women. Oh, excuse me, sorry, yeah, sorry, I thought you were talking yeah, about that. yeah, yeah, sorry. Because I was it's thinking one like, of <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the main things when Gavin and I were filling out the census is we realised that there's no, there's a box to tick if you're married or you're divorced, but there's no mm. box for long-term partnerships. Yeah. Like, why does marriage have to be the be all and end all? Why can't it just be, you know, getting your financially legal stuff in order you know having them as your you know next of kin if something happens that's the real thing
2: yeah well this is the thing as well um i think marriage is such a big part of our society that we forget that it's it's a social construct completely like a lot of things anyway and it was created at a time i think we alluded to this before at which people didn't have as long life expectancies they wouldn't be living into their 80s or 90s they'd be living into their 50s 60s maybe so marriage would be something that would it it binds you with somebody for 20 years I know couples who've been together now for 50, 60 years which is look it works sometimes but a lot of the time you're not going to be able to spend 50 or 60 years with people so I think we do need to reimagine the idea of how we reimagine how we view um, relationships in that way and view marriage maybe as well because marriage isn't the thing it's made out to be in movies and TV it's not the always passionate it's not always (laughs) you know a fiery desire to be with the person around you finding a
0: best friend and wanting to work with them basically but I just don't see you know uh, to me as well I'm quite religious so I don't see why you have to have every single person at a church thing and have every bit of family member you don't like why can't it just be you and the person and it would be special and if you're religious then you have your marriage in front of God oh yeah should
2: sure, people go into debt
0: yeah. For weddings, yeah. like Why would you have all those family members who you don't speak to, who live in another country, who you don't particularly like, who give you pencils at Christmas, even when it's your 18th or your 21st? As presents are not the be all and end all, but they actually don't know you. You're getting yeah. pencils.
2: You're getting pencils <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I love really I that as well.
3: <laughs> but even even the lo- the legal aspect of marriage, like you had, that's actually an interesting thing I hadn't thought about with the census. Is like you're single, married, or divorced. Yeah. Like. Especially with gay couples, like, obviously... Marriage they have even.
0: civil partnerships on that, I think. Yeah, but,
3: like, before that kind of came into play, yeah. there could be two men, two women, whatever, in a couple for 20, 30 years. And then, if they're not married... then I, they, don't, they don't want to get married yeah. and they don't even want a civil partnership, then if one of them dies, the other person is not entitled to yeah. one scrap.
0: That's the main thing. It's if you know, the that, other person dies, you yeah. need to be able to look after what they have left behind exactly. and all of that, settle up for, you know, especially... You know, back in the day, say it was a couple who were two men or two women together, but they had a different family before that or something, and had kids out of that, yeah. and it's hard to settle that they could have, you know, their ex-wife could have gotten something.
3: Yeah, like marriage no. as a construct, I think, needs to change even legally in how I don't know. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's a it's a bit it's a bit of a, a mind. Yeah, Gavin, mind. what do
0: you think? you quiet.
1: Ah, sure. You know, like, it came from time with, like, the dowry and everything. We don't really have dowries anymore. It was good. Good to get rid of that and stuff, you know. It should just be a thing, like, if you just love someone, you stay with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like. that's, that Aww. is it exactly just, yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: If you have the
2: love them. for somebody, why do you need to be bound to them by a state document, a church document, whatever, by a ceremony?
3: Yeah. Well, I think some people like the statement of it, being like, I want yeah. to show it to the world that yeah. I love
2: this but person why so did we much. do that in the first place? It was... Because th- as a singleton at a wedding you're kind of writhing in your seat sometimes
3: looking at the couples you I know, wouldn't why be why not you, know they'd be shifting besides but beside obviously the marriage now. originally came from a place of ownership mm. if yeah. you think about it. yeah so but I think it's now I think it's, it's, it is nice it's like the weddings I've been to I mean Tom I don't know why you're being a negative Nancy in the corner but like at someone's wedding like you're there to celebrate them and they want you there and well as you said I know you do invite the random yeah. relatives you're like I don't know you whatever yeah. but with the majority of people there I'd hope that you're like I love these people they're my life and I want to show them like I want them to be there to witness it I know it sounds yeah, so cringy but like,
0: I want to witness see, this see I'm the opposite I think
3: yeah, marriage too, is yeah.
0: great but I if it's something for me and my partner I'd uh, maybe I want my parents there and their parents yeah. and siblings, but other than that, I couldn't be interested in anyone else to be honest.
3: See, I'm actually not mad on your day's marriage as a concept. Mm. But I suppose I'm more so plain. And I'm you had the audacity. Advocate.
2: And you had the audacity to call me a negative Nancy. Mm. Oh. Yeah, because oh. I just
3: don't see like I especially I just don't see again there's a lot of pressure on a wedding day. I feel like a wedding day is like for me like a birthday or Christmas and I just don't <laughs> feel like I can live up to the hype.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing, and that's why so many couples get divorced after. They're disappointed, like, what an awful day. I don't think it should all
3: ride in one day.
2: It shouldn't ride on one day, and we, uh, we put a lot of pressure, we put a lot have of money. Have four marriages on over
0: it. one year, and then see if you still like them at the end of both. Four. Exactly, yeah.
2: Have four honeymoons as well. Oh, like, they're, you're, they're saying, sorry, great sorry. you're saying four marriages with one person, not yes, different four different people? four marriages okay. with one person. Oh, you don't one get four different people. Even <laughs> different people.
3: I know some people have been, I know specifically Olivia Wilde, who's currently dating Harry Styles, we all mm-hmm. know, she said, because she had a first marriage, and then she was in a relationship with. With Jason Sudeikis and she said in her mind relationships should only last nine years
0: I see I don't agree with that I do believe that there is a person out there for everyone or oh, the whole soulmate thing
2: so it's interesting yeah, we've I, got com- like
0: I do believe in it, because it's a work together and it is kind of it's like a call, okay this is a really bad analogy so I'm not going to say it <laughs> but it, you just find someone who you want to work with if you're switching the whole time like it's, it suits some people not others I think yeah. everyone has a different thing but everyone I wouldn't is be like this that. is the,
2: that's the point to end this discussion on everybody is different there yeah. are so many different perspectives. we certainly yeah if you're all staying with someone them. for
0: nine years at a time why would you even count on them exactly. that's my point you need and someone to count on
2: listeners do get in touch with us on Instagram and Twitter at Panarmica Show um, so on your thoughts on marriage on relationships whether there's a societal pressure for it
0: <coughs> this week's show is available as a restream on flirtfm.ie
2: this is panoramica now on the panel i was reflecting on uh, past days uh, days gone by what were what's the worst thing a teacher ever said to you gavin The worst thing a teacher ever said to me. um,
0: Now censor yourself in case. I I, I, don't have to censor stuff.
1: (laughs) Don't use identities, okay? Um,
3: You're like, fuck you, miss. I just
1: had, like, oh yeah, censor myself, yeah. Um, I know, we had the regular, like, give it out. Um, No, that was all grand, but I think it was just like, I had a really creepy teacher one time and stuff, and he was like, uh, can I, even, can I even say like his gender is that I get too specific?
0: No yeah, well,
1: he's he a, creep, he a creepy owl lad anyways and stuff. And I remember one time I was like, Oh sir, can I go like get my like can we go do our religious project and stuff? And I had like a hoodie and it was like half zipped down. So he like came over, he like zipped up my hoodie and was like, You look better now. <laughs> you can go. And I was like I was like, Oh dude, like I don't know, I don't know what you think's going on here. Like, but if it i like if I get an A like you know what? Like I'm saying like I said keep it zipped up like.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: what about you Claire? What was the worst thing a teacher ever said to so you or to a class that you
3: Yeah, were in? I lived since actually we were talking about this yesterday. Um when I was in third year, I actually had to be removed from my math class because she was bullying me and two other students like to the point where like she was calling us stupid and we want to fail and I kind of was like I kind of took it on the chin Mm. but it actually one of my friends got really upset and went home to her mother and told her she was crying to her mother about the teacher being so mean to me and I was kind of like I was kind of like I had the thing I was, like, I was like do you know what I'm not stupid like I was like, like basically like full of myself basically um, <laughs> but I ended up having to and I didn't realise the how bad it was until I came out of it and I was like like now looking back I'm like I was 15 and this teacher was like in her 40s, 50s and she was like you're stupid you never amount to anything you're not going to pass your junior's I was like who doesn't pass a junior's are? first of all <laughs> that's but
2: very um, like, yeah that's very cruel it reminds teachers could be cruel and it damages a child at that age I remember uh, the, 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 the student wasn't in there we had this history teacher from Cork hilarious man in a, a strange way he always had his mouth open in a circle and uh, he'd come in and he always looked like he just got out of bed very dishevelled <laughs> and stuff he came in one day in third year and the classes had changed slightly two people had left one of whom was a guy he really one, one guy who he really didn't like came in pointed at an empty seat and said where's that doozy wanker and, and that was in third year which is just so uh, you know and that guy was then told about it yeah. and he actually ended up coming back into the class and they they were so antagonistic, they were so aggressive with each other throughout the whole year. And that affects a child at 15 or 16.
3: That's oh dangerous. yeah. So Especially with that position of authority, like, you know. Yeah. I just that teacher you know.
2: was um, I famous for removed. going to parent, uh, I think left, but he was famous at parent teacher meetings Go and didn't know anybody's name. He'd come in, open the book for history. Uh, read it, and then tell you, okay, underline here. And at parent-teacher meetings, because he had no idea who everybody was, he'd go in and he'd say, because uh, it was junior set history, he'd just go in and say to every parent, oh, he'll get a B. He, yeah. he, he's on course to get a B in the juniors. That's all he ever said. So, those kind of um, teachers. Yeah, Worst thing I ever ahead. said to a teacher, though, I may have mentioned this before, is that uh, I asked a teacher to join the Mile High Club with me. I said, once what? the Mile
1: High
2: Club with me once. No, um, oh, I, 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 must, I definitely said it last year. I'm not sure if I said it on this no. show. Uh, no, we were I going have on a trip. This. And one of my favourite TV shows, of course, is. Um, Frasier, and in that there's a joke uh, when the brother Niles says that he was on the way back from Paris once, and he was in he was bumped up to business class, and he was sitting beside this woman who turned over to him and said, "Do you want to join the Mile High Club with me?" And he thought that it meant a frequent flyer program, so he said, "No, I don't. I don't travel enough to make it worthwhile." And I didn't recognise the joke. I thought that the Mile High Club was a frequent flyer programme, kind <laughs> you of like did air not, club. Tom. I did, I did. In fourth year, I believe this year. Tom. I will believe and this Tom. was before oh, an God. eight day trip to somewhere in Asia Um. so we were in Dublin airport crack of dawn and I turned to my teacher ask, and asked him to join the online <laughs> club thinking that we'd be able to be bumped up to business class and have a nice sleep not something else that it was so it's, uh, it's a strange one but there you go worst things that teachers have said to people and worst things that we've said to teachers Issy what's the worst thing a teacher ever said to you?
0: Well I was quite quiet, and I um, was sort of getting my jaw redone at the time between first and third year, so I had a massive brace in my mouth, so I didn't actually speak. My parents... Now, keep in mind, I went to a very, very small school, so there would only be, like, 11 or 12 in my class, so every teacher knows everyone. My parents came in for a parent-teacher meeting. Multiple teachers did not know who I was, and I was probably... I was quite clever at the time. I did, I did dip since then. So I, I was near the top of the class. Like They should have known who I was, and they actually especially my history teacher and history is my top subject and I was meant to study it in college but they really did not know who I was and they had to be like oh the girl with the big brace in her mouth thing and they were like oh the girl sits at the back of the class and they were like yeah and then another teacher said to them oh your daughter doesn't talk a lot and they went she can't really speak that much. She's sort of embarrassed about how she speaks. It's a big lisp. It's terrible. So yeah, it wasn't really a bad thing. They just didn't know who I was. That's
2: tragic. Anyway, we're approaching the end of the hour, and we'll be back after. Oh, I got the compared
0: l- to someone's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I did. How? Get, yeah, sorry. This is this is interrupting. But in sixth year, I moved to another school, and um, my business teacher was um, an odd man. He had um, tato, cheese and onion hands, and. Um, <laughs> He said, oh, you really like my little dog.
2: <laughs> you really like my little dog? <laughs> no, I'm,
0: I'm similar really to his little dog. He had a little poodle or something. So, yeah, no, that was that was actually the strangest thing that I remember. Uh,
2: ridiculous. We're uh, approaching the end of the hour, so aw. we'll be back for the last segment of the panel just after this word from Flirt FM. Flirt FM is broadcasting
0: 24 hours a day. Check out flirtfm.ie for the schedule.
2: And on the last question for the panel, I suppose, as we're wrapping up, Izzy, um, what are your hopes for the future?
0: What are my hopes for the future? um, Climate change stops, um, but I can still travel, um, which is really bad. So we talked about climate change, but um, travel, um, finish my degree well, and... Pretty much, it enjoy my summer finally. Finally, get a summer without COVID,
2: which will be brilliant this summer. Mm. Please God, yeah. Claire. What about you?
3: Um. Yeah,
0: as I mentioned on the show before, I'm hoping to
3: travel to San Francisco. Still have not secured a job, so fingers crossed that happens. Um. And then yeah, just enjoy my summer. I'm off Strasbourg in September for the year, mm. which I'm really excited about. And yeah, like Izzy said, finish my degree, travel, see the world. We're very lucky that we can start traveling now. Hopefully, i optimistic,
2: lockdown. Kevin. Yourself
1: going to do a, hopefully a bit of cheeky interrailing going to mm. go hit a few different countries up you know have a few cheeky pints you know how much go a to pint Eastern is? Europe Eastern Europe how much is a pint in Eastern Europe Oh, it's like, in general oh, 160 <laughs> it's like 160 you, you know, know and if you, if you haggle them I'd say they'll get for 130 130, 130. 130. Yeah. now I'm
0: not saying it'll be good <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be
1: haggling cheap. in now for a pint uh,
0: he's the bartender in Balna Snow how man, much, a bad how bad much is a pint of Guinness in your pub Four fifty. Oh, nice one.
1: It's a good one now. And that's very no, good. Now, we do not well promote
0: alcohol
3: or Why not? whatever. Can can we, I don't think we yes. can. can we um, not, oh, boo, alcohol. Yes, do not yeah. drink until goodness.
0: you're over
2: do the not not 18. Egg. And please do consult drinkaware.ie. Yeah. <laughs> um, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly, Always exactly, drink yeah. and gamble responsibly. Um, Tom,
0: what are your plans? Go on. Go on. Don't <laughs> well, make so us jealous. Well, there's so much... Ziggist. Excuse, Excuse me? Ziggist. Ziggist. Oh, yes, that's the thing.
2: No, but on a whole... The, be- the, the marvellous thing about this point in life is that uh, we're at a point, touch wood there's no wood in the studio unfortunately listeners um, the that wood. there are Don't so many laminated. possibilities ahead, kind of at the bottom of py- pyramid working the way up there's so much to do, so just hopeful for, the, hopeful for the future in general more so than anything else there's little more to say on that um, besides we're coming up at 1pm so that concludes oh, the... I'm uh, thank you very much to Claire and Gavin for coming in and no indeed to for, um, for, for being yeah. such a great co-host thank over, you, over the last few months. Thank you to Tom. Tom for getting Tom. us all into this. Thank you. Thank you. We're
3: all in this together as Highsmiths once said. Tom, yeah.
2: you don't have a And as most um, other politicians <laughs> have said in Ireland. But on that note we are coming up on 1pm so thank you very much uh, to everybody the Flirt FM team Paula, Heather, Owen everybody else besides um, for giving us the opportunity to do the show. It's one of those great things that you get to do. One of those um, experiences that you can't do anywhere else except in college at one particular point in time. Thank you to Ryan Coyle, as ever, for editing the show and making sure that it's all good to go to be uploaded on Spotify. Claire Holland for doing Instagram and indeed to you, the listeners, for tuning in to us. Uh, It makes it all the worthwhile knowing that there's somebody listening at the other end of the microphone. Stay well and hopefully... We'll chat again sometime soon down the road.